0: you're listening to The Quality Coach Podcast, I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton. If you're a personal trainer who is trying to grow as a fitness professional, but feel unprepared to do so, listen in each week as myself and associates in the fitness space share practical tools and advice to help you become a quality coach. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of The Quality Coach Podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Braxton, and I am so happy today to be coming to you to talk about a problem that I know is bound to face you as a personal trainer and that is an inconsistent client. Now the first thing that I want you to do is stop your thoughts right now because nine times out of ten your thoughts are going to making this a problem about you and making this a something that you didn't do right or a shortcoming of yours like I didn't give them enough information, the workouts weren't good enough, X, Y, and Z along that self-depreciating reel. And I want to ask you to stop those thoughts and make it about the client. Turn your attention to the client. And that is what we're going to do in today's episode. Um, Just a forewarning that I want to introduce this whole discussion as a two-part discussion. Um, Handling an inconsistent client, in my opinion, in my experience, is a two-part approach. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the first part of this approach, which is addressing the client's mental and emotional state or their mental-emotional process when it comes to their inconsistencies. So, As I mentioned before, personal trainers often make an inconsistent client their problem when a lot of times there are things going on with the client that you are completely oblivious to and it is the direct cause for why a client might not be showing up or at least not mentally being present when they are in session with you. So today I have three pieces to really think about and address when it comes to an inconsistent client. And the first of those pieces is acknowledging their background. When a client comes to you or when you have a client, when you have a client that's inconsistent and you acknowledge their background, you're taking into account what was their training experience like before they worked with you? Were they a yo-yo exerciser? Were they into fad diets? Did they have an experience where they fed BS fitness advice from a fitness influencer. Those are the things that you kind of have to take in consideration, take into consideration. Excuse me, when it comes to acknowledging a person's background, because those things play into why they may be making decisions that they are now. Another thing to think about is what was their upbringing like. What things were normalized in their family? in their environment, in their social group, in their culture. These things can set them up to not see training as something that is a long-term endeavor, that is you teaching them a life skill, that is something that requires a consistent commitment to reps, to doing the thing. So when you slow down and take the time to acknowledge this background It can give you insight into how you can approach the issue of them being inconsistent. A second thing that you can do is understand their habits. Ask yourself the question, how do I get people to do what I want? I've found that one of the best ways to figure this out is for you to actually do a quiz with them. Specifically, the Four Tendencies quiz. Um, if you've never heard of Four Tendencies, it is a framework that was developed by Gretchen Rubin. And essentially, the Four Tendencies explain why we act and why we don't act on things that we care about specifically. Like in our jobs, in your case, uh, exercise, healthy eating, relationships, Commitments to other folks, etc. There's a long list. Our tendencies explain why we act on those things or why we don't. Um, the four tendencies are an upholder, a questioner, an obliger, and a rebel. I personally myself am a questioner. I ask a million questions and get myself down to so a rabbit hole. And knowing my tendency actually helps me to avoid going to a place where I get nothing done because I just endlessly want to know why, 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 and why. And so with that in mind, knowing a client's tendency gives you huge insight into what motivates your clients and what habits really help them to be more present, to be more involved. And it also gives you ideas about strategies you can use to help them do what they said they want to do, what they showed up and hired you to help them do, right? And lastly, the last thing you can do as far as the mental and emotional side of approaching a client who's inconsistent is be aware of their home and work life. There is a statistic that says that 84% of Americans hate their job. I'm pretty certain that you have a few of those 84%. I I will dare to go there and say that. So keep that in mind when you have a client who is showing up to work with you. They are bringing stresses and thoughts and anxieties from work to you, to the session. And you cannot disregard those things when they're standing there in front of you. You cannot pretend like, oh, that's out of my, my little category here, so therefore... I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to get into their business, air quotes, getting to their business, because you're almost obligated to get into their business, especially if you see that they're being inconsistent with something that they said yes to. So understanding that anxiety that they may be bringing with them and not feeling like you have to solve that problem for them but give them space, whole space for them to process maybe what they're bringing from work or not be so, I guess, unyielding to them when they're in session, when work is really just (laughs) breathing down their neck as far as stress is concerned. Another thing to think about when you're aware of their Their home and their work life is home life. For some people, can be a real doozy if there is lack of support and the choice to work out at home. That can be a real sandpaper against their face. Feeling um, conflicting attitudes at home about what they're doing, or just a you know just relationship conflicts at home. Period. Whether it be with a partner, spouse, a kid, a parent, anything their home could be an environment that works against them. For instance, if someone doesn't know how to cook, so therefore their kitchen's not set up to facilitate them eating well or preparing healthier meals for themselves. Um, Another thing could be a lack of skills and self-appreciating habits, like how to wind down after work that isn't self-sabotaging, like going and downing a whole bottle of wine. These are all things that you need to be aware of related to their home and work life that could be making them inconsistent in their training with you. Do you see how these dots connect? So how do these three points, how do these things help you handle the inconsistent client, the, the understanding of acknowledging their background, understanding their habits, being aware of their home life and their work life? Well, it calls up your soft skills, your emotional intelligence, your communication and your ability to listen when you use these things when you approach from a place of wanting to get to the root of their thinking and you take the base out of your voice and the blame out of your voice or you stop thinking that it's just about you and you ask them questions to help figure out well, what's going on in their head and their life that makes them inconsistent with the intention to work with them together as a team member to help them become more consistent. That is how these things help you. That is how you handle the client. This is not necessarily changing anything other than those soft skills that I mentioned. Changing what you notice about them, their emotions, how you communicate with them, how you keep an open Line for them to talk to you. And more importantly than anything, shutting your mouth and listening to them because they will pretty much tell you everything that is a hindrance if you just give them the space and listen. So today we covered the mental emotional side of approaching an inconsistent client. In our next episode, we'll do part two where we're talking about handling more practical aspects around programming to help a client be more consistent. If you haven't done it already, please rate and share this podcast with someone that you think will like it. I appreciate you so much. Bye y'all. Do you find designing training programs for your clients to be overwhelming? I used to feel the exact same way, which is why now I help coaches just like you develop a deeper understanding for how to apply coaching and program design, so that you can be successful and so can they. Want to know how? Just go to jasminebraxton.co forward slash design to download my five industry secrets to make program design simple. Again, that's jasminebraxton.co forward slash design to get your free copy now. You're welcome.